What's going on with Bryce Harper's power outage? Is Max Scherzer officially washed up? Join us today where we provide you with the best players to trade for and away on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here as always with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Anay. Yo, yo. You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. If you're listening on one like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. It helps to grow the outreach of the podcast, and it's just a big help to us in general. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below to subscribe to the channel. also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, please subscribe to us on the subtext website. It's a more personalized uh, one-on-one conversation with Matt and I direct to your cell phone, and we give major updates and alerts as far as injuries, prospect call-ups, and a few extra guys You know that we then we talk about on every episode. Also, real quick, swing for the fences on sleeper picks, and you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for more details. And Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, as always, we have a fully loaded episode for you today. Let us be your team secret weapon as we provide you with the best players to trade for and away going into this upcoming All-Star break. So, Matt, as always, that's a little bit much for me there, brother. Why don't you take the wheel? Who do we got up first? All right, well, let's start off with Mr. Bryce Harper. I mean, Harper has been hitting the ball. I'll tell you that. He's actually spraying the ball across the whole field and not really, like, you know, doing bad at all whatsoever. But his power seems to be zapped. But I just feel like, hey, you know, it's one of those things where he just doesn't need to swing for the fences right now, and I think that that's soon to come. Maybe he's just trying to get himself situated with, you know, the new elbow and whatnot. But my guy really hasn't had a home run in about a month, and that's within 91 at-bats. But he's batting about 297. He has 12 runs, 15 ribs, and two stolen bases. Like, again, he's not playing bad, but he's just not doing Bryce Harpery things where, you know, he's going to go and get you 30 to 35 bombs and things like that, even though physically impossible at this point in the season for him to go and go crazy like that. But if he could hit from the second half on 15 home runs – to 20 home runs, I, I foresee that being possible for Harper if they really turn it on for him. You know, maybe there's a certain angle in his swing he's getting approved from, approved to do because he's not even approved to throw. So there's, a, there's probably a lot of stuff on the underbelly that we don't know about Bryce Harper and the injury and his return from it. So with that being said, I think Bryce Harper is a great trade target. Uh, you know, it's going to take a lot to get somebody, get him off somebody's hands. Like I'm not even going to lie or play this, you know, real, real late. But, you know, if you see a team that has Bryce Harper, that's struggling and getting home runs, that's, you know, struggling in general, you know, you might be able to scoop them up and 
trade away with some of these names we have later. Um, you know, possibly even trade a young rookie like Young or somebody of this sort like that to get the massive upgrade of Harper and, you know, be able to sacrifice somebody like Young to that providing power at the moment that we don't know what that future looks like. So Young is a great trade target, uh, trade away target for Harper specifically. Yeah, Matt, that's a that's a very, very good take. I'm on board with that. I'd even like you mentioned, if there's a team that's struggling with power that has Harper, and you have like a Jorge Soler or a Mac a Max Muncie. I would start a trade talk with those guys, throw that towards the Bryce Harper owner, see what they have to say about that. Because let's not forget, unless it's a keeper or a dynasty league, Bryce Harper was going super, super late in drafts this year. So, you know, the owner may have gotten a bargain on him on draft day, and they could afford to possibly move him because Bryce Harper might not be one of the best players on their team. But once again, let's also not forget that Bryce Harper's original return date was supposed to be after the All-Star break, maybe even August. So Bryce Harper currently is up to what? 52 games played in 195 at-bats. So we weren't even really expecting him to, you know, be playing until a week from now, two weeks from now, a month from now. So there's that buildup, you know, from major surgery that he's coming off of. Let's see where things go. As Matt mentioned, you know, maybe he's not, you know, swinging his normal way because, you know, he doesn't want to hurt himself. But once he, you know, gets back into the groove of things, let's see where it goes with Bryce Harper. I expect him to, you know, that power to surge just comes sooner than later. But you know what? Great trade target right now for Bryce Harper. It's definitely, definitely a buy low opportunity and uh, definitely go out there and give it a shot. Let's move on to another elite talent that's kind of underperforming so far, and it's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Now, with Vladdy, the numbers don't look horrible, but they're not, you know, what you expected coming into the year from, you know, a guy that of Vlad's caliber. So far on the year here, uh, Vladdy has... Only 13 home runs, uh, 39 runs, 54 RBIs, 277 batting average, and he's chipped in four steals as well. So it's once again, it's not great. It's not horrible. But I think maybe the Vladdy owners may be a little bit disappointed. That's when you swoop in there, you know, at the all-star break and say, hey, let me find where I can upgrade my team. First base hasn't been great right now. You know, this year is only the top few guys and then kind of everybody else. I just think the window's there right now on Vladdy. You might have to pay up a little bit more for him than a Harper. But if you can go out there and get it done, especially maybe in like a dynasty league, a keeper league where, you know, Vladdy is his value is a little bit lower than where it stood a couple years back when he had that, you know, monster 48 home run season with the 311 batting average year. I think, you know, still only 24 years old for Vladdy. So don't forget, you know, this guy's got, you know, 10 more years ahead of him of being a great major league baseball player. I just think the opportunities out there right now while the batting average is at 277 and he's only got 13 home runs headed into the all-star break. There's a few days left here, so it could hit a couple more, but still 13 at this point through 83 games, 321 at-backs. We usually expect a little bit more from Vladdy. I think it's a good buy-low opportunity right now. Once again, probably got to pay up a little bit, but I think it's going to be worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to get it off, get Vladdy off somebody's hands in any league because of what they paid for him in a first round talent. Like, you're going to have to give up somebody because it's not like he's playing atrocious. Like, he is performing. He's just not hitting the home runs, but he's definitely worth taking a shot on. Like, I mean, quite honestly, like, how do I, how do I put this? Like, I guess, like, you could even go out there and let's see here who I got on my team. I would be willing to move. Like, Jose Ramirez, for instance, like if you have an extra third baseman, like you pick, you're the young owner, right? I just said trade him away. But if you're the young owner, um, you could move Jose Ramirez, who's somewhat performing, but not doing what he normally does either, where the stolen bases are there and the home runs aren't there either. And this is for more of a team that 
because you sound crazy right now. But you know, if you look at it like this, if if he if you're you know fine in the stolen base situation, but you need the power and your power is zapped. Like if you're gonna put a bet on anybody, you're gonna put your flag on on somebody. It's gonna be Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to bounce back in the second half and go off. Whereas right now, like Jose Ramirez has about what 14, 15 home runs left in him before he hits what he did last year. So and he has thirteen and a half. So I mean, if he doubles it or gets to thirty, you know, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. But I I don't think the stolen bases are really there. He's gonna have twenty. Like it is what it is. If you have other guys stealing bases on your team, like I'm willing to move Jose Ramirez. Plus, the Guardians team isn't really looking so hot either. So the runs and ribbies may be down this year just for, you know, Jose in general. But other than that, I mean, there's other people I'd probably move as well. Like, I mean, wow. Um, you know, you could try and see if you can move like a Jordan Walker, try and sell the name because, I mean, I love him. But Jordan Walker also isn't doing what we thought he was doing in the beginning of the season. He still has a lot of, you know, sex appeal in terms of trade categories. So, you know, you could probably, you know, move him on for that and, and, and somebody else and see what you can get and see it's going to take more than just Jordan Walker, but you're going to have to package him and it would entice somebody to move on. But uh, before we move on here, Dom, Dom has some great people to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And before I do that, guys, uh, don't don't head anywhere yet because we have uh, one of the Mets aces that we're going to talk about. We got a, a pitcher from the White Sox here that, you know, hey, what do you do with him? And then we got a couple of young bats coming up here that, you know, kind of have been overperforming. Do you sell high? Do you hold? Find out coming up next. But real quick, guys, Sleeper is a fantasy sports and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. Sleeper has become the fastest officially growing fantasy platform in the world with over 5 million active users in 2022. At Sleeper, it's not just about sports. It's about building personal connections and lasting memories. Sleeper Picks is our real money product that connects friends over picks. Choose from two to eight of your favorite players from pregame, live, or even across different sports. Pick higher or lower than predicted stats. Only Sleeper can get you up to 100 times payout. Share with your friends and get rewarded together. Use the promo code Locked On and you'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over thirty states. Check out Sleeper today. And guys, Sleeper is one that Matt and I actually use fairly often. We're very, very big on it. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can bet, a lot of different ways you can win money. So check it out today. But everydayers and new listeners, we've got exciting news for you regarding our podcast. Matt and I are thrilled to introduce our new campaign on the Subtext website, where we'll be offering a personalized and in-depth experience just for you. By subscribing to Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Subtext website and becoming a member of the exclusive Everydayers Diamond Club, you'll gain unlimited direct access to us through one-on-one texting conversations. As a part of the Diamond Club, you'll receive instant alerts and expert opinions on prospect call-ups, and injuries, and also detailed waiver wire recommendations. But that's not all. We'll also be promptly answering all your fantasy baseball questions, and we're here for you to talk baseball 24-7. Subscribing to our subtext service will give you a significant advantage over your competition and greatly increase your chances of winning an everydayers championship. 
you can find a link to subscribe on the description of this video, podcast, or on our link tree, which is available in all of our social media bios. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. Sign up now for a free 14-day trial with Matt and I by your side. We'll help you bring home that coveted everydayers championship. Join us on Subtext today. But, uh, Matt, that's a lot of talking for me here. Do you want to grab this next guy? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's talk about Mr. Max Scherzer. Uh, Max has been not looking so hot, and quite honestly, I'm I'm a little upset uh, being that I have Max in a few leagues, but... I mean, in other leagues, I am trying to go out and get him, hence why he's being he's brought up on this show. You know, this is your selling point here. Um, out of the last six games, he's had three, ga- uh, three games with an ERA over six, and one of those games being 16. And then three really good games against Milwaukee, Philly, and Houston. And the other two, the other three bad games against Arizona, the Yankees, and Atlanta. So Scherzer's a great buy located because he hasn't had a strong season. He hasn't looked like the Max Scherzer of old. So you can go out there and you could probably try and get him on, on, on somewhat of a discount. I don't know exactly what I'd be willing to give up for Scherzer. I've been trying to put a, figure out how I can go and snag him from certain owners. Um, I think like probably a couple guys would talk about later, but it's really this one's going to be a matter of breaking down the individual's team. Look at what they're missing. Look at what they need to, to add to their team and see if you can fill that hole. It's going to take probably about like two players to get that job done. But what I always love is the two for one deals when I'm going out and I'm getting the better player in the deal. So like, I don't mind giving up two players for one really good player. It's very rare. I'll take a I'll take a deal that where I'm getting two players and I'm giving up one, you know, if I'm doing that, then, you know, it, it has to be a real, real deal for me. Uh, but ultimately Max Scherzer, I think is worth it. The second half is going to be, probably where he gets right you know he'll figure out his stuff work on a couple things i'm sure the mets pitching coach has a lot to say about him so i'm sure that the thing things are going to be course corrected real soon and that second half is going to be great for max scherzer hence why i'm telling you to trade for him yeah matt that's a great take on scherzer i'm just going to add a quick two cents and we'll keep it pushing here because i agree with you on pretty much everything great by low candidate and scherzer uh, scherzer right now the thing with Scherzer is everything looks pretty good except for the ERA. You know, the strikeouts look good, 94 and 82 innings. The whip is okay at a 119, not the usual Scherzer, Scherzer sub one whip or a very low one whip, you know. But, the, you know, he's getting a little bit older. Control has been a little bit iffy this year, you know, with uh, as far as giving up hits. You know, the, the walks total is pretty good, only 20 walks on the season, but it's 79 hits. Scherzer was a little bit banged up at the beginning of the year. You know, maybe he's still, you know, as you get older, the tougher it is to become, you know, um, get back from those injuries, as Matt and I can attest to as we're getting older ourselves here. But 38 years old for Scherzer, you know, I think he figures it out in the second half. I think, you know, he'll get to that normal sub three whip. Well, not sub three, maybe like sub four whip, maybe like a low three ERA. Uh, But you know what, man? I think Scherzer's just a great buy low candidate. Let's uh, keep things pushing here. Let's talk about our next guy, San Diego Padres, You Darvish. And You Darvish is another guy kind of just not really looking like himself this year. You know, Darvish so far on the year has a 4-8-4 ERA, a 1-2-3 whip, 80 innings, 85 Ks. The thing with Darvish is, if you're familiar with him, he is kind of a second-half guy. Uh, he had that monster second half a few years back with the Cubs. I think it was either his last year with the Cubs or his uh, second to yet last year with the Cubs, where he started off the year horrendous, had a huge ERA. 
not a lot of strikeouts. And during the second half that year, he was literally the best pitcher in all of baseball. So I think we cut you Darvish a little bit of slack. You know, his repertoire is amazing. He has about five, six different pitches that are all plus pitches that he throws very well. So, you know what, let's cut the guy a little bit of slack and uh, let's just kind of see where things go with Darvish. Right now, you know, the last three starts, last four out of five starts have been pretty bad for him. So, you know what, let's uh, let's ride in there. I'm not giving up a crazy amount for Darvish, but if you can get him on the cheap or, you know, he's, his uh, ownership percentage is down over the last week. If he was dropped in your league, playing the shower league, definitely pick him up. Uh, let's see where things go with Darvish. I still think he has a good second half in him. Yeah, he's somebody who might be able to sneak into a trade to get the deal done if you're look if you're looking to move somebody of a sell high candidate or somebody that are middling that you need to fill some holes and maybe this is the person that'll make you feel better about a deal if that person is um has Darvish, of course. Let's move on. Great take, Dom. I'm not gonna sit here and rattle on about him. Let's talk about Mr. Lance Lynn. Um, this is like my how do I put this? Like I, I'm torn about this. Like I kind of want to go out there and get Lance Lynn and see what he can do in the second half. But I'm not being aggressive about him. But somebody might be able to. You might be able to give him a get him for like I don't know, a blow pop. So you know you might be able to see what you can do and see if you can just get him thrown in at the end of a trade or, I mean even go out there and just see what you can get if you're struggling in pitching and, you know you need just you need some kind of bright side. You know Lance Lynn is somebody you might want to just throw out there and see if you can get because I mean quite honestly. He has shown a little bit of promise, especially with that 16K game, you know, a few weeks ago. You know, it, he's he's like there, kind of like the strikeouts are strikeouts are there. Like the he has 116 to 96 strikeouts. Like that's the part that's really key for me, and the five wins. But like ERA and WHIP is extremely high. But what I could say is this: Lance Lynn is an elite pitcher. I mean, this is the first time we've seen the other shoe drop, but I don't know if this is going to be the end of his story where, like, this is the complete downfall of Lance Lynn and he goes out in a blaze of fire off a cliff or if Lance Lynn is back. I mean, Lance Lynn turns it around and kind of finishes on a high note for the season. We shall see. But before we, before I let Dom give you his take, we have, you know, a bunch of young dudes we think you should sell high on that are really performing now from, you know, the Reds to every other team on the planet. But we'll be right right, right back after this. All right, Dom, go ahead. Give, give us your take. All right. Uh, with Lance Lynn, I'm a little bit, you know, conflicted here as well. The thing is with Lance Lynn, he is only 59% owned at the moment. So he, if he's out there on your waiver wire, I'm pretty sure in almost any league, unless it's like a super shallow league, you got somebody you could drop for a talent like Lance Lynn. Uh, from May 16th to May 26th, he had three really good starts in a row. And then he had three really bad starts after that. And then as Matt mentioned on June 18th against Seattle, he had that monster 16 strikeout and seven inning game that he somehow took the loss in. But you know what? His last two starts have been underwhelming. Gave up three earned runs against Boston on June 24th. And then on June 29th, he gave up five runs against LA, uh, the angels that is. And it's, it's been tough. It's been tough. As I mentioned, strikeouts are there. ERA and whip are super high. But let's not forget, once again, like Darvish, Lynn is kind of a second-half guy. Last year, uh, he was coming off that injury in the first half, and he had a horrid, horrid first half. Second half, 
was one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. So if Lance Lynn can bring it together, we know the upside, huge strikeouts. You know, he may not win a huge amount of games on the White Sox team, but the ERA and whip can, you know, get better in uh, a flash. He can, he's the type that could pull, pull a Blake Snell. Let's remember where Blake Snell was after his first five, six starts of the season. And look where he is now. Blake Snell looking like one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. Lance Lynn is a guy that can do that. I think if you can get him for super, super cheap, you go out there and make the deal. But let's move on to some sell high guys. And once again, I always like to preface this se- the, the, um, the sell high segment with this. When we're saying sell high, it's not that we don't think the guys are going to be good. It's not that we think, you know, they're going to have a horrible second half. It's more of they're performing over their heads right now. So go ahead and maximize the value of these players to go get a player who's underperforming that's going to turn it around. Baseball is 162 games long. Uh, There's ebbs and flows to it. Once again, if you hit every three out of ten balls, you hit 300, you're one of the best hitters in the league. If you hit one less ball, you're one of the worst hitters in the league. So it's a game of ups and downs. Maximize the value of these guys. But let's start with our first name. It's Ezekiel Duran of the Texas Rangers. Now, I love Ezekiel Duran. I think the kid's got great talent. I think he's going to be good for years to come. But right now, he's performing a little bit over his head. 306 batting average on the year, 12 homers. He has 36 runs, 34 RBIs, 4 steals. I'm not sure if I mentioned that 306 batting average or not, but I'm going to say it again, 306 batting average. Guy plays second, third, short, and outfield. Now, if you can maximize that value, go out there and you know uh, include him in a Bryce Harper trade or a Vladdy trade, you definitely want to get that done. But you know what? Durant is one of those guys. Ezekiel Durant is one of those guys that, you know, if I'm not going to get great value for him, you know, I'm, I might hold because I do love the position eligibility and I do love what the kid can do. So Durant, definitely try and work him in a trade and see, you know, shoot for the stars with Ezekiel Durant because he does have a lot of value at the moment. I don't think he continues at this pace for the rest of the season, though. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, there's a lot of unknowns surrounding Durant, but I mean, he's a great talent, like you said. So we shall see what happens. Let's move on here. Let's talk about another big name that's performing really well, and that's Spencer Steer. Uh, first third in uh, outfield eligibility. Uh, right now on Yahoo and Roto League, head to head, he's about the 37 player overall. Now, we all know what Steer's profile is in the minors, right? Like in 2022, the kid had 23 home runs and 427 at bats. Like we all know the kid's got power. He can hit for average because he hit 274 that year, sitting 292 this year in the bigs. And, you know, we all we all know what this kid could do. But the difference is, you know, this is still the difference between minors and major league hitting, right? Uh, pitching, right? Eventually, you get figured out. All right. And then you got to wonder, how is this player going to adjust? Is it going to take the whole the whole second half of this season where, you know, they got his number and then, hey, he's done for the season, at least in terms of his high end production? Or does he adjust really quickly? What are you willing to take a gamble on? Right. And what are you willing to miss out on to take that gamble? Because the best part about trading Spencer Steer right now, he's at the tippy tippy top. And this is more of a redraft than 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 dynasty and keeper leagues. If he's somebody you're interested in keeping in your keeper league, whereas like this is a redraft league. I scooped him off. I scooped him off waiver wire and I got him for free ninety nine. Right. So Spencer Steer, we could totally capitalize this. We could totally move him for. You know what? I was saying I wasn't sure who to trade for Max Scherzer. He may be a name. If they're missing out on home runs, if they're missing out on everything that Spencer Steer is doing, if they're they don't have a first base or third baseman, which third base has been pretty rough this year, you know, hey, Steer may be the guy you want to move on that move on their direction to see if you can scoop up Scherzer. There's a way to go and move Spencer Steer, especially with the way he's performing. And I don't know if this is above bar. This may be a thing that Spencer Steer does, but I'm not willing to take that gamble and miss out on my shot to upgrade at somebody that has done it in the past to assure the production I'm going to get during the playoffs. Because now 
now you have two things to focus on at this time of the year. Whether am I going to make the playoffs? And what is my playoffs going to look like, right? Because I need to not only make the playoffs, but I need to win to make it to the championship and get that coveted everyday championship. So what do we do here? So right now, my best odds is upgrading to a, a veteran that is going to, you know, do his thing all throughout the playoffs and all throughout the second half. So capitalized on Spencer Steer's value. Yeah, Matt, that, that's a great take on Steer. I just have a quick statement on him, and then we'll, we'll keep things pushing here. But I, I don't believe in the batting average. I don't, you know, the 292 batting average for Steer, I think that's over his head. You know, Matt mentioned that 274 uh, batting average in two, uh, 2022. In 2021, in 110 games, Steer only hit 254. So, you know, and then last year in the majors, he had 211 over 28 games. So I don't think he's going to live in that 292 area. Yeah, you know, maybe he can hit 260, but that's a lot of downfall. That's a lot of bad weeks in a row to drop from 292 to 260. So maximize on that value while Steer's hot. You know, Matt mentioned, you know, you go out there and get your Scherzer. You know, you go out there and get your Harper or Vladdy or one of these guys that we've been talking about. You can go back and watch our old trade target episodes. A lot of those things still apply from the last few weeks with those episodes. You know, very, very good targets in those episodes as well. or subscribe to us on subtext and ask us all the questions you want about who you should be trading for and who you should be trading away. But that's enough on Spencer Steer. Let's move on to another Cincinnati Red. One of the guys I love, if you watch this podcast, you know it's one of my guys. Let's talk about Andrew Abbott. Uh, we've talked about so many young, you know, pitchers on this podcast over the past, you know, month, two months, and we told you to sell high on them, and it's kind of been, you know, almost like a good move if you did. Yuri Perez got lit up in his last outing. Bobby Miller isn't, you know, the pitcher he was, you know, at the beginning when he first came up. Uh, you know, a lot, of, just a lot of guys that if you capitalized on us telling you to trade for them, you probably got good value on them at the time, and you probably, you know, are sitting pretty right now because a lot of those guys have been getting lit up. But with Abbott, we know Abbott over his first, uh, what is it, six starts at this point? Yeah, six starts, 1-2-1 ERA, 0-8-8 whip, 37 innings, 42 Ks, including that monster 12-strikeout game in his last outing with 7.2 innings against San Diego. Now, I think Andrew Abbott's going to be great. I think he's a very good starting pitcher. Is he a sub-2 starting pitcher? No, probably not. Is he a, a sub-9-0 whip guy? Probably not. I think that K per nine is real because he had monster strikeout totals throughout his major league, uh, minor league career, and he's you know translating so far in the majors with his first three, um, his last three starts, all you know besides one of those is double digit strikeouts. But with Abbott, if you can go out there and you get yourself Max Scherzer, you get yourself you Darvish. Uh, I don't know about Lance Lynn. That's a tough one. I don't know if I'm if I'm doing Abbott for Lynn straight up, but I would definitely be interested in Scherzer or Darvish for Abbott. You know, just go out there, and it's just about capitalizing on the value. Uh, Abbott's value right now is through the roof. So, you know, while he's doing what he's doing, you know, go out there and uh, capitalize. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great take, Dom. Honestly, I don't even need to say anything on it. Um, but, yeah, let's move on here. Let's talk about Mr. Justin Steele. Somebody we've been saying for a while, yo, you need to trade him before, you know, he starts flopping. Um, you know, I, I, I truly feel he is playing well above bar, and, you know, he just keeps proving me wrong. But at the same time, you know, there is still a, still time for this to explode. And I'm not willing to take my chances on one, a Cubs pitcher, and two, Justin Steele himself. Um, you know, it's just one of those things I'd much rather move on. Even though he has like a 318 ERA, Justin Steele is just not somebody that, you know, I just I keep repeating myself, but I just I don't feel great about him. I mean, I don't know how to say it other than that. Um, you know, it's funny, though. We look at is his FIP he's actually pretty much on point on par his whip and everything's looking stellar but you know what 
a guy that I really haven't seen do this in the past, I am going to pretty much ride off into the sunset and trade him as high as I can and get all the value I humanly possibly can. Because, again, it's not going to be there at the end. I'm going to stop repeating myself. and I'm just going to go because I just can't drive that home enough. <laughs> yeah, Matt, now I'm on board with you. I'm, I'm not a Justin Seal guy. I, I think he's good. I just don't think he's uh, – he has a two four three ra I, I think that comes up to like a mid-three ZRA, and I think the – the whip is somewhat believable. You know, he doesn't really give up a huge amount of walks. So I think the whip, you know, can stay fairly low. I don't think it's going to be 103 low the rest of the way. And then he's under a K per nine. So he's not going to get you. He's never really been, uh, you know, actually his K per nine has actually been better in past years, but I just don't think he, you know, he's that kind of pitcher anymore. I think he's looking to be more of a, you know, just get the outs instead of strike you out kind of thing, which is probably why he's doing so the as good as he is. But if you remember correctly, we told you to sell high on Justin Steele when that, that ERA was sub one, when the whip was sub one. And, you know, if you did, you probably got great value on him. I think, like I said, that ERA is going to climb. The whip is going to climb. The K per nine is kind of going to stay where it is. So if you can go out, once again, hate, uh, hate to beat a dead horse, but Scherzer, Darvish, Maybe not Lynn. Lynn is more of a guy. If you can get him for like dirt cheap, do it. Cause I, I'm not sure exactly where he's headed, but we'll see. Uh, we got one more last guy here and we're going to keep it short and quick and to the point. And it's uh, somebody that, you know, steals pitching. Like it's kind of Kyle Hendricks. It's very Kyle Hendricks the way that, you know, steal is pitching, but Kyle Hendricks himself has actually been pretty, pretty good so far this season. 47 innings, 27 Ks, two, six, four ERA with that Oh nine, four whip. Now, Ken, uh, Hendricks, in his old age, I don't know if he's going to keep it up this much, but if you got some veteran guys in your league that remember Kyle Hendricks when he was out there competing for a Cy Young Award, uh, they might be interested in him. I don't think he keeps it up the rest of the way. You know, just go out there and capitalize value. That's really what this whole show is about, and he's one of those guys that you can definitely get something for at the moment. Once again, Kyle Hendricks. Yeah, I mean, he's not somebody you drafted or anything, so you could feel okay dumping him. And also, too, just a heads up for everybody. This is I'm gonna. This is my only point about this. I'm not gonna repeat anything Dom said. He's pitching at a 2.64 ERA, but his fifth fielding independent pitching is a 3.46. So he's definitely playing above what he actually is doing. So you know, this is the perfect time to move on him while he has a sub one ERA. So move him as quick as possible. All right, Dom, take it away. Guys, that is all for us today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, to our everydayers and new listeners, thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. And, guys, make sure you subscribe to us on Subtext. Once again, if you have specific guys that you're saying, hey, uh, or just say, who, hey, should you send us your team and say, hey, who should I be targeting to trade? What do you think my team means? We'll have answers for you right away. Uh, all sorts of stuff like that. You know, call-ups. A lot of prospects going to be coming up after that Super 2, which is, you know, not that far away. Just all that kind of stuff. You definitely want to lock in with us on Subtext. So, you know, if you need that link, you know, it's in all of our social media bios. It's in the description of this episode, video, audio, wherever you're listening to us. And once again, just make sure you tune in tomorrow where we provide you with the must, best must-add players heading into the weekend. Until then, guys. Guys, see you. Peace.